It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Um, happy birthday to French Montana. He's named after a country, I mean, after a language and a state. That's pretty dope. <laughs> French Montana. <laughs> and a dressing. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's like Compton's spaghetti. I don't know what that is, man. Um, happy birthday to Eric Day, McSteamy on uh, Grey's Anatomy. Happy birthday to Cisco from Drew Hill. Happy birthday to Roxanne Shante. Happy birthday to the one and only Scarface. Happy birthday to Sheik Louch from the Locks. Happy birthday to Nick Lacey. Remember, uh, he had Lacey. Lacey. Lachey. Lachey. Okay, I don't care. I don't care. I don't, understand. I don't <laughs> care. Obviously. put some respect on his name. I did, I, I, Lachey. I, you know, all you can do is expect me to give it an honest effort. Yeah, you are right about that. You know, you can't expect exactly me to know right. things. You're exactly like right. one time I was in um, Paris and he's like, you don't even try to speak the language, but I'm hungry. So <laughs> what, what? I mean, this ain't that's this, I'm not a school. I don't need a lesson. What I need is some legumes. See, <laughs> Look at yeah, you. Yeah. go ahead. <laughs> happy birthday to Corey Hodrick. Uh, happy birthday to Lou Ferretti. Corey Hodrick. He was married to. Oh no, he was no. Haitian Jack on All Eyes. Yeah, yeah but he was. Uh, he was also one of the twins. Uh, to- exactly. That's what I thought. Husband, he and was. she just bounced. Let me tell you him. something. Let me tell you something. He got off easy, baby. <laughs> I'm telling you. It may not feel like it now, baby, but you won in the end. Let me tell you. Uh, so you could be sad now, but whew, you dodged the bullet. Let me tell you. It won't feel like it right now, but give it about two years. Um, happy birthday. Uh, to Donnie McClurkin, he fell down, got up, and when he got up, he had a girlfriend. Ain't that something? <laughs> 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 I mean, he did. He said, oh, the "I ain't gonna do this no more." <laughs> we fall down. When we get. I, well, I ain't gonna say nothing. Okay, going well, with the birthdays. That, okay, happy birthday, mm-hmm. possibly to Dorothy Dandridge and Bob Gibson. We got a great show lined up for you. Of course, Jasmine will uh, tell us what's trending. I'm gonna have a little note from the GED section. It's the DL Hughley show. Jazz man, what, man, tell these good people what is trending. Mike Johnson, and not the fact that we know he only has a certain amount He's of days idiot. before to avoid this government He's shutdown. But we're talking about him and his son monitoring each other's porn intake. Well, me and my son do that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you probably discuss it. But the way that they do it, they have uh, this spyware on each other's computer that you give access to it. I can't remember the name of it, but they, he's given access to uh, his computer. His son is given access to his computer. It's called Covenant Eyes. That's the name of it. And you pay sixteen ninety nine, and it is it will allow you to see every site that you look at, every app that you've downloaded, and so they use it as, I guess, a way of can monitoring. I, can each I share other's. something personal with you? You can share with me whatever so you like. So I was in New Orleans. I stayed at their beautiful hotel. I stay in New Orleans, right? And of course, I try to get some porn. Sure. You, they make you fill something out online. Like you can't just. It's like. Are you 18 years of age or older? They, they make you feel something. Even if you try to use it on your phone. Yeah. In Louisiana. Now, how's that free? Why should why, why are you free to know what I'm doing? Yeah. Why 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 is that any any anybody's business? And you do it under the auspices of uh, you know protecting people for we'll protect our kids from everything but getting shot in school. Yeah. Porno. 
we won't then get shot at school but you can't watch porn and nobody you know can't used to be a, a dude and wear a dress now that's that's pretty much what we're protecting for well i mean i think it's pretty scary that the speaker of the house is using a third party tech company right and giving permission to uh, he's the speaker guess, of the house because no one else did it and, and by the way i need to add this this is not the black sign no. This is the other. This yeah, is the other yeah, side. Yeah, just, just to be clear, yeah, he would have totally the, the different. Black sign is yeah. different, you know, because you know he was trying to say he never black sign. Big booty Bertha. <laughs> you know, like, I, bet, I bet you his black son's porn is totally different yeah. than his white well, son's porn. Well, he does They don't. He don't really have a relationship no like plot. that with his black son anymore. Yeah, of course he not. Distance himself once he became speaker of the house. I'm gonna tell you something. What black guy? Every where? time you, every time a white people they adopt these black kids. <laughs> look at Willis and Arnold. Look what they did to Mr. Drummond. You know, it's adoption awareness one. I'm just saying. Look what Willis and Arnold done did to Mr. Drummond. Man, look yeah. how they mess this thing up. Wow. You adopt they, every time they're adopting black kids on TV. Well, Webster worked out all right, but then he it became did. something. It worked out pretty good. Saying. It did. That's it. Anyway, also trending, Timberland having to issue an apology uh, to Britney Spears because of what he said during an interview uh, about her uh, spilling the beans about, you know, the abortion with, with uh, Justin Timberlake and all of that. He said that Justin Timberlake should have put a muzzle on her. That she shouldn't be out telling all of her business. I and think all it's this wrong. I think well, it's wrong if you threaten. See, look how people got mad at the muzzle well, and didn't get, say nothing when that dude threatened to rape somebody. I else. think that's that it was it was Britney's fans who got mad. Nobody else cared. It was her fans, but it was enough of them, as you know, whether it's Taylor Swift's fans, uh, Beyonce's fans, the Beehive, Britney Spears fans. They don't play. They, let me had, tell you something. they got her out of conservatorship. I like Timberland. The and I like Timberland. The and the shoe and I'm telling you I that's think it's what's wrong. trending <laughs> it's gonna stop right there I don't care that's what's trending I don't care if it's the producer or the product I think it's, I think that was wrong for him to do that yeah it was, it was mean to somebody. say I mean you could you could Okay, do it. Was, it was awesome. <laughs> Don't tell us you're going to do it. All right, coming up, we got a little note from the GED Sexist, the D.L. Hughley Show. So many of us on our cars, our rearview mirrors will say things like objects uh, may be closer than they appear. What it is is a cautionary tale for you to look and to make sure that what you're seeing is actually there, that it actually exists. Because uh, turning or moving uh, and believing something is different can cause harm to you or to somebody else. So it is a caution. It is uh, telling us to watch and to make sure that what we're seeing and what we're responding to is actually there. Objects may be closer than they appear. It is like that with social media. Um, social media is based on your alg algorithm. So whatever you want to see or whatever you've shown an interest in, it feeds you a steady diet of it. Uh, if uh, you know how many times have you been talking about something and then it pops up on your phone or when you get in your car, your phone says, do you want to go here? Because it listens all the time and feeds you a steady diet of what it is you want. So a lot of times when you are looking at your social media feed, it could seem like the rest of the world because it's very evocative. It just responds to you. It gives you what a steady diet of what it is you believe. So you have your very own echo chamber where everything is as you say it is. But that does not necessarily make it true. Much like those review mirrors that tell us uh, the things may be closer than we have, they appear, the things may be not quite as we see them, social media has to have that kind of uh, uh, default position too. So uh, case in point. There was a big to-do on social media about the Cheesecake Factory. There, a lot of women thought that it was beneath them. A lot of women put it on a list and talked about how it was, uh, you know, uh, you know, a poor place to go on a date, that it was beneath them. But the reality is quite different. Social media looks at it one way. 
the reality of that situation, even that situation is different. Like uh, in, in the restaurant world, uh, in, in the and that kind of d- demographic, uh, the Cheesecake Factory is the jewel of that of the re- of the of that demographic. It's the jewel of it. The Cheesecake Factory screams status and opulence. It screams it. As a matter of fact, from its very beginning, the Cheesecake Factory started in Beverly Hills, California. The cheesecakes are so- sourced in Calabasas, California. As a matter of fact, you know the people on social media. Uh, forwarding this notion that it's kind of beneath a lot of people, it's kind of below a status symbol, uh, don't really know the reality of it. The reality of it is that it is the 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 thing that decides if a mall is going to be successful is the presence of a cheesecake factory. If a cheesecake factory is in a mall, 93% of the tenants pay their rent on time. As a matter of fact, uh, you can't go to a cheesecake factory on a Friday or a workday, even on a, for lunch, and get in. Because that's how it is. The largest cheesecake factory in the world is in Dubai. So Dubai paid for the cheesecake factory. Isn't it something how if you listen to people on social media... You would think it was a slum. It was a it was the equivalent of a Dollar General. It isn't. Isn't it funny how it ain't good enough for Nisi, but it is good enough for Nordstroms? It ain't good enough for Shantae, but it's good enough for Saks. That is what we we are looking at. That is the thing we look at things that aren't true. We make our decisions based on things because they if, because our algorithms, our echo chamber tells us what to believe, and a lot of things happen as a result of that. How many people are in jail right now because they believe what Donald Trump told them? They believe that the election was stolen and their uh, their algorithms and their echo chambers told them the same thing. And a thousand people with more counting are in jail, including the very guy who told you the election was stolen and all of the lawyers associated with it. How many people have lost their freedoms or profession or at risk of losing it because they believe what they saw on social media? How many people right now are dead because they believe what they saw on social media? How many people didn't take the vaccine or take precautionary measure, didn't believe in masks, and now people are dead because you decided to believe somebody or something you heard on social media? These are the things. Because social media gives you what it is you say you want. When I look at my social media page, all I see is half-naked women and golf swings. Now, I don't click on them. That's just what it gives me. It is what I look at. And it gives me a steady diet of it. Imagine basing my decisions on what things look like to me based on my own echo echo chamber. Isn't it funny how the very people who are too good for uh, a diet of cheesecake, won't consume cheesecake, have no problem consuming bull****? That's a little note from the GED section on the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Customers at major U.S. banks, including Bank of America and Wells Fargo, continue to experience delays with their direct deposits following a glitch with processing Hell payments you that began not. last week. Customers reported delays with direct deposits, reaching out to their banks on social media to report that their paychecks hadn't landed yet. Now, of course, the banks said it's the clearinghouse's fault, the payment company that operates the only Publishers private sector. clearinghouse? Yep, the clearing, ain't no publishers in this may have one. It's just the clearinghouse. Okay. ACH. Did they try to put one of them big checks in the ATM? And it wouldn't fit. That's what happened. Yeah. People mad. They want their money. I'm just Bills are due. What do you think is harder? Is it harder um, to find billionaires stranded in the middle of the ocean or 
black families that got approved for home loans by Bank of America. What's more rare? Mm, I'm going to go with the latter. I bet you more, <laughs> <laughs> more black people have been struck by lightning that got approved by Bank of America. I'm going to go with the latter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But I'm and on above my, them is Wells Fargo. I'm, I'm going to need my deposit, though. I'm going to need my direct yeah. deposit. Can you imagine? That's terrible. I, yeah. I, I, no, you don't have to worry about no, this. No, I do. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> you ain't got to worry I'm about with Bank this. of America. I've been with them. But you keep your money in your mattress. You good. Yeah, of course. See, that's what I mean. But every, every, once, in a, every once in a while, you know, uh, you know yeah, gets sleep you. easy. <laughs> anyway, some experts are advising that leaving your leaves on the lawn is better than raking them. They say that the leaves can help your lawn reduce greenhouse gases as yard trimmings create about 35.4 million tons of waste in landfills. And they also say decaying leaves and add organic matter to the soil, which decreases the need for fertilizer. Yeah, well, tell that to Cooper Good Junior character. You don't have to worry about this either. Boys in the hood, he had to to do it too. He ain't raking no leaves. I don't have a a lot of leaves. Don't worry about that. Tell it to your homeowners that'll fine you if you don't get your leaves. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But they're saying that it actually it 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 fertilizes better than any fertilizer that you can get. Yeah, look at the Mexicans. Don't let that get out. (laughs) Get her. So (laughs) does your dog poop you got to pick up? Yeah, I mean if if that's the case, just leave all that out. Well, but the difference is it's your own dog's poop that you want, not somebody else's. I don't want any of it. That's what that is. I don't because I don't know what you feed your dog. Okay, I don't know. Whatever it is, you poop it out. I don't know what you. I don't care how good it is. Ain't staying long. Within 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I don't care if it's Farmer's Dog or Blue Diamond. <laughs> it's all going to go the same route. Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, so this is, uh, you. Know, I fly every week. I fly a lot. I've flown, I don't know, 10 million miles all in. And there are things that annoy me on the plane. Mm. Right? Like, like I can't stand when coach kids. Coach passengers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really hear them that. I just see them when they get on. And then, uh, but, uh, but, uh, what annoys me um, is when people grab your seat to get up. Well, some people need yeah. a little boost. No, I'm just saying, it, I, I, I can understand that. But it annoys when they grab your seat and get up. What also annoys me is they got, when they get up a bunch of times when I'm on the aisle. That annoys me. Um, Cause if you got a little bladder, you should be on the aisle, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that why you're on the aisle? No, I'm not. not no, that's not why I'm. I'm on the aisle <laughs> because, <laughs> you because the windows are taken. <laughs> you know, I, I can play. I, I, I probably pee four times a day, but, but that, then you I don't want to get forty times all night. <sighs> Here we go. What annoys what annoys you when you fly? That's the question we're gonna ask. Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. Also hit us up on Twitter at DL Hughley. We don't Radio. have Twitter. We don't have that. Well, why don't you do it then? Well, if I if I did it, then I'd be doing everything. I don't need that, to do well, everything. First of all, that ain't true. I, I do. It, I, wouldn't, I don't need back. to do everything. What I need to do. What I need slow for you is to down. do your part, and then I'll do my part. Now you're gonna do your part right, or you're gonna do it the way you've been doing, which is say X and X ain't been around Excuse for a year. Me. Right, but you said you don't even like X, so I'm trying to be, you know, consistent to your feelings. It doesn't matter if I like X. It's the reality. Well, you know what? I'm not. I don't like. I don't like okra either. They people still use it. The DLHugleyShow.com. That's the only thing that matters. Give us a call eight seven seven two. Four two two four two six. That number's the same. I don't know what Jasmine. Well, you always there. jack it up every week, so nobody really knows what the number is. I, we get enough. Call, you know what? Skip. Well, how long? When is my? When's my fresh shipment of white people coming? I, right I can't now. use this. I can't use this. I can't. I don't need this. One's crying, Lord Kumbaya. <laughs> Things like with a fresh haircut would be happier. All right, we'll get to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. What annoys you on the plane? What is the most annoying thing on the mm. plane? I don't. I don't like babies that cry. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. I think you should be able to put them in the uh, overhead bin. 
Yeah. Oh, oh well, um, it depends on how much liquor I you rub on your gums. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I want them to have air and everything. It's not soundproof or shockproof. <laughs> what annoys you on a plane when you're flying? We're gonna go to our social media platform. What are they saying out there? Especially okay. So we have Samantha from Illinois, and she says, "What annoys me about plane is flying." Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness. Here's what annoys me. Another thing that annoys me. I don't really know this because I never witnessed it. Is when <laughs> coach people coach. complain that they can't have a drink before they take off. Oh, it must be so hard from first I'm class. So thirsty. I know. That's the thirst you you walk past seven fountains. I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> do you ever stand at the curtain and sip? <laughs> no, I never do that. That'll get you hit. You get they, they hit you in the yard, baby. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you shanked. <laughs> uh, uh, what annoys you when because flying is 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 I, I, flight attendants? I think they passed a law where you couldn't if you verbally or physically assaulted a flight attendant, you can get arrested. Right? Pass the law. They should pass a law where flight attendants don't have to be so all the time. How about flight that? Oh my god. I, I don't think you should assault them, but I can see how they could be. Assaulted. You have to be hot. What if you're hot? It's yeah. okay if you're hot. Yeah. But these rules. Even if they are. I, I think that they are the... I think I've seen them say things, and I'm going, man, I'm glad that... Like the way they all just uh, put your tray up when stuff is on it, or the way they all just reach over and snap your seatbelt on or push yeah. it. Like, come on now. We still have to respect. I mean, they I, should. They don't you know always I mean? do that, though. I do. Or they go... This like that man that told you you couldn't use the bathroom because he didn't recognize you as being a first class patient. Yeah, no. patient or cus- passenger. Cus- passenger yeah. Right? Yeah. He didn't recognize. You. He thought you was Lloyd for Lloyd. Yeah. He didn't know. He didn't know. He's like, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> take that two curtains back. No, no, he wouldn't even let me take two steps forward. I, 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 you have to use the bathroom back there. I was like, I'm, wow. I'm sorry, what? Because I had been sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, he thought you was that girl true. on a uh, um, bridesmaids that kept coming up to first class. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go back to your seat now. <laughs> <laughs> flying is getting more and more difficult. What annoys you the most about flying? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. It's the DL Hughley show. It is uh, the DL Hughley show. Your indictment uh, yeah. update. If you're in uh, Birmingham, I mean Hoover, Alabama, uh, I will be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I got to go to the White House first. Talk to some people. Get some things together. Um, Hoover, Alabama. What happened there? I don't remember. Something happened in Hoover. It'll come to me before. I'm sure it will. <laughs> well, somebody what annoys bushes, you about? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something I don't know. Yeah. What annoys you about flying the most? June, as you were saying something, what is it? Uh, well, I'm like you. I'm an aisle man. I like sitting on the aisle. And um, But the only thing about sitting at the aisle is getting bumped all the time. You know, especially right. if you, you right. fall asleep, you know, someone comes by, boom, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, and they don't even apologize or anything. And then on, when they're loading the plane, then, you know, depending on who's near you, you're going to get the old crouch. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. they're putting up. Oh, yeah. When somebody had a crouch where they put it right there, yeah. their bag yeah, right above on, you. I'm man. like, wait a minute. Oh, I don't, come on now. You don't need to help every old lady on this mug. No. You know, hey, man, Mm-mm. put your bag, sit down. I'll help her. What annoys you on the plane, Jed? People who fall asleep and they know they snore. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know they I don't snore. Like, yeah, they yeah. know. They know. They don't know they snore. They do. Somebody yeah. sold them. They snore. You know when you snore. But, and it's loud. I'm like, okay, if you knew you were going to snore, you should have taken, no, I don't know, like that. espresso or something. It's loud. Like, you just going to keep everybody like up. That. Oh, Llewell- I can't Llewell- take it. Llewellyn's like that. If you know you snore, you Man. wake up, your mouth is dry. You know what was happening. <laughs> you ever, uh, you ever, you, know. you ever wake up, catch, catch yourself drooling? And <laughs> <laughs> 
That never happened to you? No. no. The, that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I woke up with Drew and I saw this lady looking at me with horror on her. <laughs> Did you catch it though before yeah, it dropped? Yeah, <laughs> you ever... Uh, uh, What's he doing here sleep? anyway? <laughs> you ever sleep on a plane and uh, and make a sound and wake, it, and wake yourself up and be like, who was that? Yep. <laughs> Somebody's in here. Mm. Like, hey, whoa, whoa. Now, I've fallen asleep and I thought I was falling and jumped, but never. I'm not that... Or, or or the the pillow that make your head keeps doing the yes, little thing. Yes, it's the worst. Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you hate about flying? What's the most annoying thing about flying to you? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. It's the DL Hughley show. What is the most annoying part of the flight process for you? You know what I can't stand. I don't like how they let people get on before me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, American doesn't do that. American don't care if you're a veteran. They don't care if you're in a wheelchair. American, like, our, our concierge keys get on. But Delta be letting war veterans and hey. and old people and <laughs> crippled people and people with babies. People, I'm like, come on, man. Come, come on, on now. now. <laughs> I don't like it. I want to get on. And Scratcher winners. The okay. American don't give a damn. With you, but I want to go medal. Well, you're still in seat 22C. Let this man sit down. He's <laughs> <laughs> here. It, you know what I mean? Americans don't give a damn. They don't. They you don't care nothing about your service. With the boot, one boot on in a wheelchair, like, eh, 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 eh. come on, yeah. Mr. Hughes, this, right this right, way. With your big shoe having ass, <laughs> yeah. look out. We got <laughs> to get this. <laughs> we apologize for this jacked up guy, Mr. Hughes. <laughs> right, man. I remember I was getting up, recently I was getting on a plane, and this white dude uh, <laughs> got in front of me and Derek. And and the lady said, reached over and go, excuse me. I said concierge key, and I went by. and said she said concierge key. And he, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. She said concierge key. And, he, he like, oh. <laughs> and everybody laughed behind me. <laughs> Man, come on now. Yeah, but on Delta they let it, they all courteous. They let everybody go on. <laughs> any, we have any military people? Anybody who is uh, just we left have handed any, uh, with three fingers? You know. People need special mm-hmm. services. People traveling with small kids. I'm Anybody like, with a hard luck story? Man, come on now. I'm not gonna lie. If I if I if I'm gonna fly coach, like if I'm have to go somewhere and I get myself a cheap ticket in order to get on first, I limp. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Laying it on. I'm like, oh, you know, I. I but you, you, you do. I, I you tore my knee. You do, but you did tear your knee. Yeah, it was like four years ago. Oh. <laughs> I don't care. Well, maybe that's why it happened. <laughs> Karma. I keep Karma. on limping. I'm like, well, if I could just get on first. Yeah. Anything it to get on first. Yeah. Anything. Well, yeah. because there's, I hate when there's no overhead room left and yeah. I have a bag. Can you add, can, so when's the last time you flew coach? Um, when was the last time I flew coach when I went home to yeah. Nashville? All right. Because Delta has Delta Plus. Derek flies that sometime when he does it. It's the same thing as coach. Yeah. <laughs> they make you feel good about Delta name, Plus. That's all. You got a little plus. They give you ticket. a drink so you can forget that this is also coach. <laughs> it's just a smaller number. That's it. Ain't no difference. No, I thought it was no. different, no? No. It, it, so Delta Plus don't mean coach No, plus. not to my knowledge. No. No. Lena, you be back there in steerage, though. They put you back there with the bags. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Old Southwest, I call it the last class. You know, when you get back there in the yeah, man. body of uh, bathroom, the, when you late and you get that yeah. last seat and it's on oh the last row man, by the bathroom. First of all, and it's I remember one time. Oh, 
DL called me. He said, you won't believe where I am. Yeah. I, I said, what are you in a closet? Yeah. He said, I'm on Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know people touched me? People touched me, man. Like, is he real? <laughs> Did they touch the hem of your garment? Man, they touched me, man. I was like, uh-uh. I'll tell you what happened to me, how it happened. And it can happen to you, too. I'm going to tell you something. I already got more. Uh, what uh, what hurts? What is the most annoying uh, thing that happens to you on, while flying? 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question we're asking, what's the most annoying part of the fly, of flying? We're going to the phones. What annoys me on the plane is someone talking who has one of those voices that carry. I, I, I can't even explain those voices that I'm talking about. But I have heard people's entire life stories on an hour and a half flight. Shut up, enjoy the flight, and chill out. Listen, I'm always pulling in on that seat in front of me. I have bad knees, so I need the help to get up. So usually I tap the person if possible to let them know that I'm going to grab their chair to get up. But sometimes I don't have a chance to do that, and they think they're going to fall out the chair or whatever it is that they're sitting on the seat, you know. But, yes, I need assistance in getting up. You know what's pretty annoying, too? Um, bad big kids. Bad big kids? You know, I'm not talking about toddlers, because you can't they control it, but kids that, that are just old like enough six, to know yeah, better. Right. No! Be like, oh, like those kids. Yeah. I can't stand them. Mm. I, so if the plane ever went down, they knew when they were getting out of my oxygen. Tell you, boy, you <laughs> oh, you didn't want you. You'll be taking a nap now. I know that. <laughs> Need your ass beat. <laughs> what what annoys you, uh, Junius? What are you saying? Uh, you know, when you're in that last row where the seat don't mm. recline, and you're right by yeah. the bathroom, and that yeah. acrid smell yeah. comes out of there. Oh my yeah. god! For the whole flight, last the worst flight. part is. It is the, when they had that little button to recline your seat, and it don't. They, they, that button is lying to you. Yeah, you're in the wall. Ain't nowhere to recline. Even trying to push it, the button and lean back harder so it goes. <laughs> and you're over there by the yeah. engines too. Yeah. So you hear that drone. <laughs> <laughs> Lena, is that what it's like back in the engine? But <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, you know what I hate. You know what I hate. I hate people, they go in to get on a plane and they find the Lord and a miracle happens. Because when they got on the plane, they got on first in a wheelchair. But when they land, because yeah, wheelchairs that's are like, the yeah. then they yeah. don't get a wheelchair. They just walk yeah. off. I'm like, wait a yeah. minute. Did you Why are you talking about yeah. me, Skip? It's a miracle. Yeah. It's a miracle. <laughs> you know the worst part? I, I remember when I said, the, I, I, it hadn't happened in a long time, but you know how they had that cart. And by, if you weigh in the back, by the time they get to you. It ain't no snacks. No, no, no. What do you have? Water. <laughs> Not even the water in the bottle. The water that they got to get. <laughs> yeah, that water. All we have is those little breakfast crackers. That's, that's it. <laughs> I have none of that. But they have gotten cheaper on airlines. You do have that, right? Yeah, I remember when your flight was a certain amount of time. Well, first of all, it didn't matter. There was always a, a TV I'm, for entertainment. Yes, yes. Now they're like, no, just get your right. phone and plug it up. You better get what? you some Sudoku. Right. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> what is that about? No, I like the phone better. I don't. Uh, I like the. I like the the. What you call it better? All right. What annoys better. you the most about flying? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. Get into your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley show. The question we're asking: What is the most annoying part of flying to you? Going to the phones. You know what? What annoys me about flying? Well, it, first of all, is is you're paying more to be more inconvenienced. 
and and then charging for your suitcases. That's crazy. Oh my goodness gracious. It's just ridiculous. And then all the delays and this and that and the other, you're paying for that. That's crazy. I'm going to beside a man who, instead of asking to get out to go pee, he tried to pee in a <laughs> cup and he spilled it all over his pants. I will never look at iced coffee the same. He tried to cover it up with his jacket and put the cup and take his pants down. But he's sitting by the window and I'm in the middle. And so I saw him doing all this wiggling and I thought he is not doing what I think he's doing. And sure enough, he tried to pee in that cup when we got up to get off the plane. All of that had spilled all down his pants. Jeff, what were you saying, baby? That lie they make you tell when you sit in the emergency exit room yeah. that you're going to help somebody help else. Nobody. I don't give a damn about nobody else on this plane but my wife. We getting out. Follow me, damn it. Yeah. Follow me. Yeah. Like you do around the store. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> this slide works real good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right? You know why I'm sitting here? Because my knee cramps up in the smaller spaces. I don't, I don't, That's I don't, it. I don't want to help anybody. Mm-mm. I don't want to help anybody. I'm a leader. I mean, I'm not like that anymore. Oh, oh. I'm not like that. I would help, but uh, I was gonna say you got plenty of room. You're in right first you class. Yeah. You know the one thing we feel good about in what? first what? about first class and what? coach is that if this thing goes down nose first, you guys die first. That's now, a, actually, I don't know if you guys did a special memorandum mm-hmm. that if you pass six C. C um, you 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 actually statistically burn slower, so they make you. <laughs> Everybody past sixteen is going to die a fiery death. Is that what you saying? They're, no, they're more flame retardant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm about to pop right. the black box. <laughs> All right, we're gonna find out what life is like on the yard with my with that boy Trey. It's the D.L. Hughley show. Uh, now it's time for that boy Trey to let us know what like is like at an HBCU with my life on the yard. What's good, y'all? This is that boy Trey. Back again with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU life. Hoko season! Swear, Hoko is like HBCU 4th of July. Except instead of one day of lame-ass fireworks and American flag, Negroes get teed off the Casamigos. Campus itself is still hungover. Like you could feel it in the air on campus. It was a bender outside every night, clubs, parties, whatever. Before I really get into stuff, I have to address something. You know what's the only downside to having Drake come to your first homecoming freshman year? No room to improve. Like, I feel like we got screwed in that regard. This year we had Lil Durk as the headliner, and respectfully, I don't really mess with his music like that. I mean, they did have Young Nudie, though. I do mess with him. Shout out RCA. But I didn't feel like dropping 65 on a ticket for only one artist I mess with, for real. Bright side, though, I was able to go to a lot of the things that I missed last year. The gang and I went to the fashion show this year because one of our homeboys is displaying some of his design. The fashion show was an eye-opening experience for your boy. It just gave me confirmation all the super fine shorties be tucked away at Spelman. Like, where the hell has she been? Like, I was having those kind of thoughts. 
thoughts constantly. Was seeing some of the models walk and had to check myself. Can't get caught lacking with my mouth open or something. I also got to experience the tailgate for the first time for real. Campus was deep and all the rules were being broken. Dudes was taking shots left and right on school grounds and sparking up walking around campus. Students and alumni alike. Mind you, Georgia is a legal weed state. Now imagine with that kind of knowledge and sparking up in front of the building you usually have psychology in. It's a liberating feeling. That's all I got for y'all today. Till next time, this has been That Boy Trey, checking out with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside Look at HBCU Life. Thank you, Trey. The military man, Jamal Kings, is going to be here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. That's coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. All right, it's the D.L. Hughley Show. Your uh, indictment update. <laughs> okay, you just, your indictment update. Um, remember that if you are in uh, Hoover, Alabama, uh, I will be there uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday and Sunday. So something happened in Hoover, Alabama. I don't know what it was. The disappearance. But whatever. I, I, I don't know what it was. But I do know that um, in Hoover, Alabama, something happened. But um, I was looking at Daniel Cameron, who lost for Kentucky. Uh, he lost. He was trying to run for Kentucky, and he has to go home. Uh, and he was uh, he was Nick Mitt, Mitt Rom- no who Mitch McConnell's uh, pr- personal pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mitch liked the way he ironed his shirts, but now. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he liked the way his he drove his ballet, car. Yeah, <laughs> and driving Mitch. Um, he has to go home because when you're the super black dude who thought I was gonna win, they don't treat you the same way they used to when you lose. Not when you lose. Mm-mm. They don't, don't treat you the same well. way when you lose. Mm. I'm you glad lose. he lost. Mm-mm. Speaking of which, have you been following the the trial with Trump? Yeah. Ivanka was like, nope, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I told him it wasn't worth $8 billion. It was only two. Well, now, that wasn't me. That yeah. was my husband. You know why? <laughs> she just snitching left and right. You know why? Because her, her husband's daddy went to jail. Yeah. Jared's She's daddy aware. went to jail. She's like, uh-uh. But <laughs> I was watching something on social media, and it reminded me of something I forgot. Do you remember when she thought she should be first lady? Why? I don't know. She just thought she'd be a better fit than Melania. She probably would have. Yeah. I don't like the lady. But she can't now distance herself from that because she's trying to say, I really didn't have a role at all in the Trump administration. Do you remember when Trump said, I didn't know I I was too busy defending the country? He said, you weren't president. He said, oh, uh, (laughs) I I thought I was. Nice try. I thought I was. I was running the shadow government from the bathroom of Mar-a-Lago is what I was doing. That's so embarrassing. Uh, coming up this side, we got the military man Jamal Kingsley. He's going to return to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. We got the Hughley Hustle Home Mix. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, please welcome to the show the military man Jamal Kingsley here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Why is it? Official Apple AirPods only come in white. Is it because white is always in your ear trying to tell you something? Think about it, my brother. And why is it a black piece of coal is worth hardly nothing? But if you take that same black coal and put heat and pressure on it, it turns into a white diamond. And then it's valuable. Are you trying to say long as you black, you don't have much value, but soon as you turn white, you are priceless? Think about it, my brother. And why is it on white-capped mountains you can ski, sled, 
toboggan, have all kinds of fun. But on the Black Hills of South Dakota, all you can do is look at him. Is it because you can't have fun unless you're white? Think about it, my brother. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. And until next time, stay woke. And think about it, my brother. Now it's time for what you need to know with Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley says a Republican president would not be able to ban abortion. During the third GOP debate hosted by NBC News, Haley argued a 15-week federal abortion law is not realistic. She said Republicans would need to find consensus, including banning late-term abortions and encouraging adoptions. The U.S. is conducting airstrikes on a weapons storage facility in Syria that's used by Iran's Revolutionary Guard. President Biden ordered the strike Wednesday in response to drone and rocket attacks on U.S. forces in Syria and Iraq that left dozens injured. The longest actor strike in Hollywood history is coming to an end. The SAG-AFTRA union says the strike will officially end Thursday after a deal was approved with a unanimous vote. An agreement will now go to the SAG-AFTRA National Board to be approved Friday. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Thank you, Sybil. She sounds differently since she pays That's us. That's funny. Yeah. Money dripping. Yeah, I knew that because every time she says something, I hear change. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I heard she's sitting first class now. You know. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Now, hang on. See? We got to up her rate then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, we got uh, we got more of the D.L. Hughley Show. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your, uh, in case you missed the, uh, in case you're in a Hoover, Hoover, Alabama this weekend, this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to be there at the uh, Stardome in Hoover, Alabama. Something happened in Hoover. Uh, mm. I don't know. What mm. right. Later, what happened? What is what, what happened in Hoover? It's the home of Carly Russell. It's the home of Carly Russell. Yeah. Who's Carly Russell, Lena? Hey, look, speaking to the away. microphone, I promise you. you okay. It doesn't work. If you master this skill, you'll spend 20% less Saturdays home. I'm telling you. Well, if if what if the apparatus ain't working, she'll spend time outside still, of the home. She, she still, she'll, still be, she'll still be outside. I'm telling you. If the, if the apparatus don't work, she's going to spend her weekends disappointed. Listen, I know how to work the money. Okay. Right. All right. There you go. Let All right. Let me know. All right. Uh, we turn you don't know a, where to go, do you? <laughs> yeah, we turn it. We talk. We turn into a different show. If you want a hot little Dominican, give us a call, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, come here. We got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. Plus, uh, we have my top my top five. A little note from the GD section, and we will cover today's top stories. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. You think he's Mr. Right, but your body's saying he's Mr. Wrong. Jasmine, give us five ways your body tells you you're with Mr. Wrong by uh, Julia Austin. Number five, your blood pressure rises every time he gets around. Wow. What is it? Irritated. Mm. Mm. Stressed, I guess. I don't Mm. know. (laughs) Number four of the top five ways your body tells you you are with the wrong man. You can't, you know... Get there. <laughs> I got to get to where you are, but I can't. I can't. I got to go Sarah. somewhere else. I got to do it. Number three of the top five ways your body tells you you are with the wrong man. You have no appetite for anything. Wow. <laughs> mm. Jesus. Number two of the top five ways your body tells you you're with the wrong man. You're backed up. Can't poop. I'm backed up. Mm-mm. Yeah, and the number one, of the, <laughs> number one of the top five ways your body tells you you are with the wrong man. You can't even sleep next to this dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, I wouldn't want you to if you backed up like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, coming up. We have the note from the GED Sex, the D.L. Hughley Show. That's going to do it for us, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It's the D.L. Hughley Show, your... Uh, Indictment update. Remember that uh, if you're in Hoover, Alabama tomorrow, I'll be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so make uh, make sure you, ch- you uh, check me out. Um, Jasmine, what did you learn today? Uh, there's a new trend, face kinnies. Yeah, where you cover your whole face when you're outside because you're trying to prevent any kind of UV damages to your face. Oh, wow. So women are wearing face kinnies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. We used to just use paper bags, but that's at 2 o'clock. So. Yeah. You don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> a face <laughs> This is far more comfortable. Yeah. I can't breathe. You will when we get inside with no one. No, they have it. openings for, you know, the eyes and nostrils. Wow. Don't know that. Don't say that. I'm sorry. All right, Skip, this my man true. Cheatham, what did you learn? Man, just some bad news, man. Football fans, uh, he won a Super Bowl with the uh, with the Colts back in the day. Matt uh, Urick, uh, former offensive guard for the Colts, he apparently uh, passed away today, uh, yesterday. That's, uh, Very sad. Very uh, I don't, sad. I don't know what, uh, yeah, but he was he was on that Super Bowl team with uh, oh, wow. Peyton Manning sad. and uh, what's my, what's he was my a guard? Coach yeah. He was a guard? Yep. Wow. Prayers up to his family, man. Oof. Yeah. Coming up on the next deal, Hughley Show. If you're not going to happy hour, no worries. We're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party. Plus, we're going to give you another hot new song with my day butt of the week and another episode where people get to tell me exactly what they think of me called. Hey, Carly Russell. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Tout, tout. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. See you on the other side.